FBI Radio and Fire Up are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. And now the gladiators, Hoppawati with the left forearm. It was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Uh, it's just rubbing salt into the worm. You can see the head clash there. Oh, very nasty. And the crowd love it. They've all taken the angry pill. That smashes him to the ground. The one-handed pass back inside. With a delicate kick. He smacked their bottoms with a beautiful bit of football early. Thank you, Mrs. Robinson. Another little slanging match. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Steps, steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and... Chris Gale. As they fire up. Chris Gale, in this time when our teams are absolutely broken shambles of themselves, Yesterday's news, we are seeking a prophet, a modern day prophet, and isn't that what sport is all about, I asked you, Chris Gale? We all need to be led out of the darkness, Stephen, and we need messianic figures to light the way. Yeah. When we all look to rugby league yes. to provide that source of light, that source of guidance, that pathway to a happier, to find a better self. Place. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we, we turn away from Lucifer, Beelzebub, <laughs> the devil himself, Cameron Smith, and we look to somebody else to come into the code. And it was delivered, particularly this week, we hope, we live in hope, by one man, Peter Valance, of course. And we are talking about the Messiah figure, uh, a prophet for all religions, <laughs> for all codes, Chris. For all people, Stephen, for all people. One man, this weekend, Saturday night, who's it going to be? I, I give you three initials. Yes. And I may not give you them in the correct order. Yes. BWS, which I think might be BWS. A, might be a, a an alcohol <laughs> a grog company. And jumble them up. What do you get? You get SBW, Sunny Bill Williams. Come on down Sunday night at Canberra. <laughs> oh, Saturday, tomorrow. Saturday night. I got a, God, I, I imagine I, I got my clock on. I, I understand why you went for Sunday, but well, no, it's definitely Saturday. Look, like those uh, individuals from the, uh, well, well, Jesus worshippers, and I know that he's not a Christian or of the Christian faith, but let's face it, Christ was a, a prophet, much like Muhammad, uh, who satisfies all faiths. So I think we can unite all faiths in this particular moment happening at uh, Canberra on Saturday night at 7.30. I'm but, no theologian, Stephen. Wow. It's a new dawn, isn't it, Chris? It sure is. Yeah, yeah. And much like those individuals that gathered uh, at their amphitheatre, it was built in the 1920s at Mossman to watch Jesus walk through the heads on water. The whole state, and even Canberra, will be united to watch this entrance. Now, tell me a bit about this, Stephen. You were educating me about this this morning, and let's face it, I've been on this show for seven years and I've learned nothing. Is that all? I've learned nothing. Well, I'm just the other guy. And uh, you were saying that, was it down at Balmoral? It was, an actual... 
Amphitheatre to hold 2,000 seating, 1,000 standing at Balmoral with a viewing platform, nonetheless, which they charged £100 in the 1920s. Many were caught up in this scam <laughs> to watch Jesus on the second coming walk through the heads on the water. I know the Balmoral's a long way away, but I assume they were... They, well, I think they assumed he was coming straight towards Balmoral to step off at the promised land known as Mossman. Right. Well, you certainly have to hope that he was heading in that direction because if he was just walking across the heads, they would have preferred to invest in a viewing platform well, on North Head. Because well, well, he would have t- hard left straight towards... The, you know, the Opera House. Sydney Cove, the Opera House. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. And the, oh, get, no, we're over here. <laughs> you're get major yeah. exposure. And all those pagans standing at the Opera House, which wasn't built, of course. Of course it wasn't built. But, <laughs> the but, tram shit. But there were built. plans. <laughs> yeah. and, and would I be uh, wrong in imagining that this viewing platform, its styling was very similar to the Parthenon, a sort of oh, a very Greek, Greek. Very Greek style, sort yes, of another yeah. harbinger of the future of... Yeah. Uh, second comings and SBWs and PVLs. Yes, I know. And, you know, the world... God, is, is, is it troubled, Chris? Is the world is in a very poor state at the moment. You, we don't have to tell anybody that. No. And if there's ever a time when a second coming was needed, because it's been promised over and over again. I mean, we, we remember David Bowie was touted as the second coming. You know, many others were. What about Tamita? Tamita. The SoundCloud. Yes. That's right, Farm Cove. That's right. <laughs> that was meant to be a second coming. Exactly. You couldn't hear it. No. So, Sonny Bill. <laughs> He's known by, uh, well, not many other monikers, but uh, he has been touted in the media, no less. I think, uh, gosh, I've, I've, I can't even keep up with the amount of information that's coming through about Sonny Bill. But uh, some call him Money Bill. Yes. We'll get to that a little later yes. in the show. Uh, they are saying here that uh, the headline said, As the Roosters prepare to unleash, Chris, unleash the dual code international as a weapon in the middle. You, you have to be very careful when you unleash things, Stephen. And, oh, yeah. and like, it's interesting what you say because we'll probably cover the fact that the the Fox League will be providing an ISO cam on Sonny Bill. An ISO cam, is that what they call it? That's right. Yeah. In the same vein that if you follow the Murdoch press, as I slavishly do, and yeah. you go online and you get a dedicated silo to the coronavirus, yes. a dedicated silo to NRL, yes. there's now a dedicated silo next to it, SBW. Check the ratings, Chris. It's incredible. See, what, see which one is topping right now. 100%. He's known as a global icon, an international star, a leader amongst men and women and children and dogs and cats, Chris. And a hell of a rig. And he's been holed up in a place we call Graceland in the middle of the city with yes, harbour views. The Graceland apartments. Tetsuya. Of course, he picks very carefully what he eats, of course. You yeah, know. Uh, fastidious, Stephen. Fastidious, yeah. It's all done according to a program. And can, can I say, it? there's never been more effort and attention poured into one individual yeah. who in the last month has played how much rugby league? I don't think any rugby league for six years, Chris. Right. Or maybe he played for the Wolfpack, but that doesn't really count. Right. right. Uh, look, uh, there are many quotes about this machine. Apparently, according to a Dr. Moody, Denawui says that Sonny Bill Williams doesn't eat for fun, eats for function. That's how evolved Sonny Bill is. And that's why slavishly sports people around the world are following this particular episode on Saturday night in Canberra, yes. our capital. Uh there was also a quote, uh, Mankind has been created weak. I am no different, of course. I doubt myself. You always get nervous, bro. <laughs> That's the one for the. That's one for the ages, isn't it? I believe that there are two trademark applications in with the officials right now. One is yeah. for SBW, yeah, and the other one is for the use of the word "bro" at the end of the sentence. That's right. And Sunny Bill's cornered the market on both. On both. Now, of course, Canberra aren't happy about this because it's their home game. <laughs> is it? Yeah, and they're very they're suitably unimpressed with this whole attention thing. Uh, early in the month, Raiders chief executive Don Furness said there had also been an unspoken soft cap of around ten thousand dollars for any flights, accommodation and removals fees which appeared to be loosened for the Roosters for this Williams return. Well, we know that they spent up to a million bucks to get him back in here. 
Well, I don't know. It was a million, Stephen. Well, we broke enough. it down on our Fire Ups Quite Australia podcast, right. and we worked out that if, essentially he's getting 150000 for the four regular season games. Right. And there was an initial 150000 to relocate him from the Wolfpack to the Sydney right. Roosters. Well, they were stunned anyway. Stunned after learning the Roosters. Shocked and stunned, permission. I imagine, like the Beatles. That's right. <laughs> stunned and shocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're allowing the Roosters to spend unlimited cash. That's what they call unlimited cash on their global star, an amount exempt from the salary cap. What gives with these Roosters people, Chris? What gives? And what's he driving? Well, I think it's more what takes when it comes to the Roosters. You know, yeah. they take away the credibility of the game, the enjoyment of the other 15 sixteenths of the rugby league population. In this weekend, there are no other teams, Chris. There's it, one team, there's one man, one player. It's extraordinary how they're able to turn an away fixture yeah. into a, a, an extravaganza of the like that's never been seen. And, Chris, also I should say that they talk about the Roosters' culture. Where do we start? I don't know where do we start. Well, now, did you know that he once played for the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs? Uh, yes, I was aware of that, Steve. Okay, I was then, aware he walked out on the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. We'll, we'll, and we'll get to that. Uh, he also played for many other teams around the world. Can you name a few? The All Blacks, I believe? Yeah, the All Blacks, yeah. the Toronto Wolf Pack, Toulon, the Waikato Chiefs, I think, if I'm correct in saying. I think he also had a bit of a stint with the Auckland Blues. I think he also played for the Canterbury Crusaders, possibly. Goodness gracious. You're kidding, aren't you? I mean, I wouldn't call him a code hopper as such, but he is... He's a man for the, for the for the dollar, isn't he? He also played for the Los Angeles Lakers, no. the Vancouver Canucks. No, Chris, stop it. <laughs> and the Hartford Whalers. Right. I don't see him down at you know the Waterloo Rats or something. You know, looking after the kiddies. Do you? Well, he, this is this is the measure of the man. He plays a lot of grassroots football. But he doesn't make a virtue of it, Stephen. He doesn't call the media down. And I can guarantee you that Sonny Bill's been out running for mascot for the last few weeks just to sharpen the tools. Before they bring him in as, as the modern rugby league parlance, Stephen, a middle. Okay, in the not middle. A, not, not, a, not, not at the fringe of the well, ruck. He'll be in the middle. If I didn't know anything about rugby league and Sonny Bill Williams, what are his skills? I mean, I know he's big. He's Handsome? A, he's a big... Look, he, the ladies love SBW. <laughs> like, forget LL Cool J. They love him. And... Sports people love him. I get that. I yes. get that. Uh, but has he got a sidestep? Well, I mean, Wayne Pierce was able to make uh, an international career yes about no, not Chris. having a, a sidestep. <laughs> yes so, or no, Chris? So I think the answer is no. Does he kick goals? Not that I'm aware not of. Not that you're aware of. Right. Uh, does he do the, the kick and chase or the grubber like a lot of great halfbacks do? He's no Phil Blake. He's no Phil Blake. Okay. I'm assuming he can tackle reasonably well. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll give him that. What does he do? He's got a pass in him, Stephen. He's got a pass. He's got a pass he in him. He doesn't hog the ball. But... but, but the game is built on momentum and confidence and ah, aura. Right. This is the culture we're talking and about. And Sonny Bill has charisma and he identifies and, and he created. Mm. We talk a lot about Robbo yeah. and the Mount Kilimanjaro we speech do, and tomorrow's do. game day yeah, and we yeah, do yeah. it as a team, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Robbo refers to, uh, it, it is almost a quasi-religious following and it's known yeah. simply as the rooster's way. Okay. So we're talking here a bit about the rooster's way, the rooster's culture. And if I could put into practice, the guys have cultivated a culture to firstly... Be yourself. Beautiful. I mean, what if... I'm not going to go into criminality, but what if you've got certain sort of qualities about that personality about being yourself? So There when, wouldn't be... You know, they must filter those people first. When Sonny Bill strode into Bondi Junction and uh, had a look around the joint in 2013... Was there music? <laughs> Were there lights? There would have been music Was there lights. a halo? That's right. Okay. And he had a look around the joint and he said, this is a basket case. So he... <laughs> He started to inculcate them in the rooster's way. And he yeah. said, the first thing you've got to do is be yourself. Because once you establish yeah. who you are, and you right, could right. be an awful person. You could be a mutt. Absolute awful yeah, person. Right, right. The second part of the Sunny Bill way is 
strive to be a better person. Right. Who's their hooker in the Roosters, Chris? Jake Friend, the Angel, the Wings. <laughs> How wouldn't he hold him up to be a paragon of virtue? No, Jake Friend's a great guy, mate. He's is turned he his great, life around. He's got is a, he a, a, turned his life around. Yeah, yeah he's got a great plumbing business going. And one of those nightclubs throwing ice at a young lady. Pillar of commit. People make mistakes, Stephen. <laughs> I mean, they all make mistakes. Glass houses, Chris. Yeah, that's exactly right. He, casting stones. I mean, your, Ferris. Your track record <laughs> is as long as you're yeah, arm. Let's bring can, it out, shall we? Can, can I just say, here's an observation that no one else has ever made, Stephen. Yeah, there you go. If they had mobile phones back in my oh, day, oh, my goodness for heaven's me. sake, goodness <laughs> sake, it was a different time. Right, so the culture is firstly be yourself, and, and we're assuming that they've all turned the corner at the Roosters, right? So, well, Those Morris like, kiddies, they've turned a corner. Well, Sonny Bill walked into Bondi Junction yeah, in yeah. 2013 and said, fellas, bros, be yourself. He had a look at the infantry and said, well, this isn't any good. No. And he said, so we've got to strive to be better people. And now, look at them now, flying yeah, high, yeah. dominating. And for Sonny Bill to return via yeah, the Graceland yeah. apartment quarantine, yeah. Yeah. to walk back into the joint, he goes, my people, you have learned the lesson. Yeah. On water, <laughs> through the heads, That's straight. straight up to the key. Straight to Balmoral. <laughs> straight off the key, up Pitt Street, away you went. Uh, now, even... James Tedesco, I mean, really, Chris, come on, you've just got too much generosity of spirit to allow James Tedesco rub your nose in this stuff. He says he will be a class act for us. I love that, class act. Yeah, class act. And and w- w- what actually turns my stomach, Stephen, is it's the opposition. Josh Papali goes, I worship the guy. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Stewart. Sonny Bill Williams is fantastic rugby league. Are they all Thank groveling? You, Are they all just... No, they're all under instructions. They're oh. all being told by Volandis. You yeah. stick to the message. Right, right. Sonny Bill Williams, marketing yeah. machine. Right, okay. Well, come game day, this Saturday at 7.30... We are expecting big things. Now, we know he's only going to play, I think, what, was it five minutes? I think you'll be lucky to get 10 out of the kid. He hasn't played for months, oh, you know. Yeah. And and rugby league is a tough game. But basically what's going to happen, Stephen, is the Roosters will fly down in the, the Volantis private jet. Right. Sonny Bill, for security reasons, will be separate. And what about Politis? Who's he flying down? He'll, he'll be at the controls of right. the jet, right? Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. So what will happen is that when um, Volandis, uh, sorry, when Sonny Bill Williams arrives, yeah. you know when he comes on as a substitute, there's someone holding up a number? Yes. Right. This music will be playing. Yes. He will be. But hang on, a, hang on, Chris. To get there, there's going to be a cavalcade of limousines. It's a motorcade. And I think a Cadillac. Yes. It's the second coming. It's the homecoming, much like Elvis. A fleet of motorcycles, yes. red and blue uh, lights. lights flashing, sirens going. I think Mundine's got his own car, like a float. Four Cadillacs, Stephen, because yeah, yeah. you don't want the target to be identifiable in any particular Cadillac. A whole bunch of chooks, luminaries. <laughs> That's right. Right. They'll go down the federal highway. Yeah. Mini will be there. The residents of the ACT. It's yeah. like when the Beatles played in Adelaide, Stephen. Yes. They line the streets yes, from yeah. the airport to the hotel. Right. Uh, they drive into Batty Street, apparently, on the western side, which leads you into Dryandra Street, into GIO Stadium. On comes Sonny Bill and plays 10 minutes. Right. And I'm assuming there'll be sound effects, a spotlight. And as we know in, in the industry, Chris, at Grand Final days, lights down, lights off. Yes. And then after that, it, all hell breaks loose. And back here in Everly, in the bunker, a specially dedicated section to uh, Sonny Bill Williams' manager, Coda Nasser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hard man, yeah. Because there will be the ISO cam on Sonny Bill Williams from the moment he gets up tomorrow morning, right, and right. you'll see his day. You'll be in the in the motorcade, but Coda will control the images, so Here you see what he wants to see. Correct in wow. the bunker. Yeah, wow. it's it's going to be a whole production, Steve. Chris, you know he's so hard. <laughs> he sleeps on the floor, <laughs> even in five star hotels. Coda, that's, that's right. Now, now that now that Sonny Bill's out of the quarantine, Coda's welcome to stay at the Graceland Apartments in Pitt Street. Right, and he goes, "Thank you, Sonny Bill, but I will choose to sleep on the floor." Now, Chris, there will be more winners, not just Elvis fans, not just Sonny Bill William fans, not just Chook fans. 
not just Mundine fans, not just... Uh, there's so many of them I can't even begin. But there will be, around the world, 100 million people poised to watch the massive return of Sunny Boy. Can you give us a breakdown of some of the territories there, please, Chris? So no greater ascribe than Bulldog Richie in the Telegraph, Stephen. Well, he's, done, he's done his maths. That's right. Done the sums. Yeah. He went to a source as identified as a TV executive. Yes. And the TV executive came back with this. This is how they said. Yeah. Uh, in France, the UK and Ireland, they love their rugby league or, yeah. and their rugby union because he played for the All Blacks. So 35 million in Europe. The figures that watching in Australia and New Zealand will be huge. Mm-hmm. Asia strong because you know what Sonny Bill is? Big in Japan. Big in Japan, yes. The USA has 330 million, which includes a small but loyal hardcore rugby what, league so, fan so base. Five percent percentage? That's, that's right. Yeah, okay. Throw in nine million people in Papua New Guinea. And Stephen, by the way, did you know that uh, rugby league is the national sport of Papua I New Guinea? I did not know that, Chris. Incredible. And what, the te- for the whole nation. And fortunately, the TV executive has been able to identify a couple of hundred thousand in the Pacific Islands, right. which will culminate in a global audience. Yes. For Sonny Bill and whatever he's wearing in his jersey of 100 million, million people. Go. Now, Chris, I could put this into advertising terms and call it 200 million eyeballs. Yes, brilliant. And guess what? Sonny Bill has a set of beliefs. He does. As a, as a, as a faithful Muslim. Yeah, all power to him. Uh, no drinking. Correct. No smoking. Correct. No drugs. What about food? Certain types of certain food. Types of food. Yeah. Uh, but one of those is uh, certain companies uh, that he will not be associated with. They are gambling companies, obviously, Tobacco companies, mm. grog companies. I don't think they've. I think we've had tobacco advertising in rugby league for some time, Stephen. <laughs> Just in case, yeah. in case Peter Simonson was considering. Uh, <laughs> I come back. What, forget the Telstra Premiership. What, what, what about the good old Benson and Hedges Cup? Right. How good would that be? Uh, the Benson and Hedges Cup. Uh, yeah. A lifestyle, Chris. I can see it now. You know, jet planes and you know, women. And, Remember you know, Peter Stuyvesant, your passport to international in smoking pl- pleasure? pleasure? Well, you know, not, not during coronavirus. No. It's not going to take you out of Australia Nothing's right now. Nothing's going to get you out of How many packs how many a day do you smoke? you smoke? No. Well, darts aside then, uh, <laughs> he is so... Well, I don't know who, who set this up, but graciously, Unibet, who are a gambling firm, are one of the companies that they Muslims apparently do not agree to play with. Apparently, they don't like paying interest to banks too, Chris. Uh, uh, that that is. I did not know that. That's fine. And and Unibet has the sponsorship on the. And by the way, Stephen, today mm. is Jersey Day. Yes. There'll be a picture of you and I in rugby league jerseys on our Facebook page. Great. To but start, if you haven't already started, the mm. conversation about organ donation. Which, oh, which, is that what it's about? That's to encourage people to. Which one do you want? What do you want me to give? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm going to sign up today, do I? I think the spleen is. What today? Where's the clinic? So you know, you tick your box on the license, or yeah. as uh, Brian Fletcher quite rightly says, it should be you have to tick your Chris, box. You don't want to be an organ donor. Well, so okay, so today I've got to give something. Jesus Christ, I've got two kidneys. <laughs> But a part of your liver will, will grow back, I believe. So they can take a certain portion of your liver. I know Sonny Bill wouldn't want us to publicise this, Stephen, but he's donating a kidney before the game tomorrow. Is that <laughs> right, right? In recognition of Organ Day. Wow. And, and so this new jumper... Yeah, has you been on the back, uh, just at the neckline? Yes. Uh, they vacated it. Unibet has kindly vacated those 200 million eyeballs that'll be on... What's that uh, worth, Chris, in advertising dollars? Uh, I think it's immeasurable. <laughs> Incalculable. Incalculable. <laughs> Even the actuarialists out there won't be able to figure out how much that space is worth. Or the actuaries. With, with 200 million eyeballs sitting on this, that's incredible. So a blank space will go ahead, will it? No. No. No, there was a competition and a lucky organisation yeah. will be filling the breach, Stephen. By ballot. It by, absolutely. Yeah. And the idea is to what? To, to help a young business? Yeah. 
Struggling in the um, pandemic-ridden times. And we can excitedly tell all our wonderful FBI listeners who love music that a music label has been given the rights to Sonny B. Williams' Jumper as a sponsor. Select Music. Select Music. Stephen Wade, come on down. Stephen Wade, the great people there. Um, he's a big rooster booster. Um, yeah. they, they tour the likes of Rufus the Soul, Amy Shark. Chris, and, did you and, know that the name on the back has got some sort of 3D graphic and the artist names will flash with video clips playing on the back terrific. of Sonny B. Williams? So Kieran J. Callan oh. will be seen by 200 million eyeballs. Hopefully, Clothed. Yes. Uh, the, you know, gosh, I mean, Henry Waggons, you know, he's very excited. The church can't wait to get amongst this I'm, stuff. I'm a big Henry Waggons fan, Baker by the way. Boy. Baker Boy, terrific. Yeah, yeah, Skeggs. I mean, really, it's just Thelma Plum, Tim Finn, come on down. You now associate with rugby league. Everything else that Sonny Bill Williams is doing tomorrow, Stephen, yep. he is creating the pathway for something that we all here at FBI crave, yearn for, and live for the particular moment it happens, which is the return of live music. And yeah. kudos to Select Music yes. for helping light that path. Look, I know I know Leopard are jumping up and down with excitement for this, <laughs> this moment. Now, the big question, of course, is that we know he's coming on, but for how long, we don't know. Oh, well, yeah, but the, the pundits tell us about 10 minutes. Unleash the weapon for 10 minutes. That's, right? Right. That's all you need to take and out. You know what you do? Yeah. Having taken that cue out of the rack, Stephen, yeah, yeah. you put that cue back in the rack. I know the way it's a comeback, Chris, but he's coming back to a team that he only played for in 2013. Am I correct there? Correct. Because he was banned from and playing. 14. He was banned and then also had to pay a large chunk of coin when he walked, walked out at midnight on a flight, unannounced, like a coward, tail between his legs, Ooh, to France words, Stephen. from Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. And I don't think he's ever... Return to Punchbowl to apologise. The family club. And let's, let's face it, if you follow Canterbury these days, yeah. it's a dysfunctional family club. And I wonder if this was the start of it. I'm imagining, like, classic redemption stories. He was a flawed man. We remember the hijinks with uh, Candice Warner, knee sure. fouls on. Sure. Toilet cubicles, Chloe Hotel. Sure. We remember the walkout, you know, the shame, uh, you know, the, what was perceived as money, Bill Williams, the greed. But I imagine his faith has allowed him to turn this corner. That's what's great this. about Sonny Bill. He acknowledges he's no different. He said, mankind is weak. Yeah. Uh, I've learned from my eight lessons. And he comes back and, uh, look, is it too much of a reach to say he's not saving rugby league, Stephen? He's saving the world. Not too much at all, Chris.
Now they are. They sure are. And look, uh, we've got a chook fan, Noel. Noel says to us, hey, why, don't you, why do you hate the chookie so much? They're just doing the best with what they have. Yeah. There's <laughs> something uh, unbalanced about the whole sort of equation, Chris, don't you think? The yeah. chookie's doing the best with what they've got. They've yeah. got some pretty good shit going uh, on, haven't they? Noel, we love you, and, and <laughs> we, we, we respect and adore the, the chooks, but let's face it, the resources, what they've got, they've got the gross national product of Bolivia yes. behind them. <laughs> Chris, I tell you about talking about having a large sort of well of funds and whatnot to play with. The AFL... Ugh who have tried to take over the state of rugby league in, in both Queensland and New South Wales for many, many years now, sneaking in the dead of night and putting up four posts wherever they can. Henson Park you name comes it. to mind, Stephen. That's right. Now, they've got some capers. They feel like they've got a win in Queensland. Uh, Gil McLaughlin, is that right? I think so. so uh, son of Scotland? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not really Private familiar school with background. the man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, he was spotted uh, with his cronies, AFL cronies, Flying out of Victoria direct to Queensland now. Well, in contravention are, of every. Are we bubble. allowed to do that? No. Can I get a um, you know one of the sunny islands up the north coast or the Sunshine Coast? I can't. Can I? You're not welcome. It's been shut down, right? Totally. Even if you're needing a hospital and you're in Mungandai and uh, the, the you know the local mall, the local shops are burned down. You can't get across the border. But that's just no an exemptions. Ill, that's an ill person, Stephen. We're talking about the AFL here. Right. Okay. So there was Gil McLaughlin uh, just doing a doorstop uh, at the airport. Wearing, of all things, a Versace mask, looking all the world like a full-blown metrosexual. Remember them? Oh, it's great to have a metrosexual back in the public They're conversation. Back. They're back, too. baby. That's right. Ian Thorpe's just—he's jumping, 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 jumping. Can I just say, in the fashion stakes, yeah. Gil McLaughlin is no Peter Valandis. He certainly is not, Chris. He needs to take a few <laughs> lessons from the man himself. Uh, now, uh, Queensland decides the grand final, the Gabba. Did you think it was slightly disingenuous of Gil McLaughlin announcing that the AFL Grand Final would be played at the Wool and Gabba Grand Exhibition Grounds in Brisbane, Queensland? And yeah. he goes, and the winner is De Gabba, with a sort of a Samaranch-like accent channeling yeah. Juan Antonio back in the day. You saw that brick just sinking quickly? Yeah, <laughs> it didn't yeah, play well it didn't with play me, well Stephen. No, no. Not at all. No, I don't think humour and metrosexuals go hand in hand, Chris. Do, can, do you want me to quickly blow your mind? Please. <laughs> Juan Antonio Samaraj said the winner is Sydney back 27 years ago. 27 wow. Years ago. 27 years ago. 27 years and ago. And so this month, the Olympics were 20 years ago in Sydney. Correct. Um, what do you remember as being the big musical hits of the day? I remember... Strawberry Kisses by um, Nikki Webster as she flew Nikki above Webster. the stadium would come to she mind. Had, she had a bit of a bit of help there, didn't she? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I remember spinning around Kylie Minogue being everywhere. Right. Uh, I do remember Jamiroquai being everywhere. And, and there, there were all those people that said that Kylie was finished. <laughs> and then the, the, the shorts and the spinning around clip, and she's now um, establishing number ones in the 80s, the 90s, the 1000s, the 10s. And no doubt with Disco, the new album, Chris, in the 20s. Disco's back. Fantastic. <laughs> Discos and metrosexuals, it's everything old is new again, Stephen. Hello. Kylie's got a finger right on the pulse and we all know it. So, I, look, I wonder, if wouldn't the AFL be sneaky to bring in a Melbourne girl and do disco at the grand final? But they've got other plans. I they know. have other oh, plans. They've got other plans. We, we'll get to that. So uh, there is uh, an act that they're trying to pull off, uh, which I would say fairly well mimics what rugby league does, meaning it's the night before the, the rugby league grand final. Yes. In the heart of rugby league Queensland. One of the heartlands. One of the heartlands. One of they think the heartlands. <laughs> and they're going to move it to Twilight, or as they're calling it, the gloaming. Yeah. 
Yes, indeed. Right. Okay. So here's the theory, Stephen. Yeah. You, you, if, you're, if you're reading the papers, and I know you don't, no. uh, the Queensland teams have not been doing well lately. They've lost the last two Origin Rugby Series. Teams, yes. That's right. Yeah. You've got the Brisbane Broncos, the Gold Coast Titans, Decimated. and the North Queensland Cowboys. They won't be troubling the playoffs On this their year. Knees. So Rugby League is in retreat. Yeah. And so the evil genius that is Gil McLaughlin says... We will roll the bandwagon in yeah. and we'll give the Queensland punters what they want, what they need, right. that they'll tie up mm. the AFL grand final the night before the Rugby League grand final with the Cox Plate. So the what? <laughs> the Cox Plate. Like that matters to anybody outside yeah. of some suburb in Flemington, like Flemington in Victoria? I'll tell you what, I thought that was a spin-off from MasterChef, but it actually yeah. turns out it's a horse race. It's a horse race. It's a horse race. So they're going to lock you down at the Gabba, right? right? And then lights out. Yes. And then, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we give you the Cox Plate live <laughs> from <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> Gee, that's riveting stuff. <laughs> Fortunately, it only takes up about three minutes of your time, that's right? <laughs> and you're going, what's, yeah. what, what am I paid for yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, what's the Seymour Kitty from Hunters the Collector is going to perform up there, Kazali. Mark, Mark Seymour, is yeah, it? I yeah, think, you know, yeah. I think they might win. Who else is from <laughs> no. on? Daryl Braithwaite might jump code, you know. <laughs> I think Skyhawks are going to return reform with a new singer. Mike, I, I, was, I was struggling to remember, of course, it's Mike Brady with Mike up there, Kazali, right? Oh, yes. And uh, the Mojo probably, Singers will be back. They'll probably have someone doing a version of the Gun to Windy Grey, the tribute to Grunt Gun Sin <laughs> to tie in the theme. Yeah. But, but, Obviously, this is seen as a ploy to take over rugby league, Stephen. Obviously. Right, because it's on its knees, apparently, up north. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, first of all... I think Palaszczuk is going to burn for this. Well, Palaszczuk yeah. is, is... She wants to be Victorian, right? Yes. Right, because she, she wants to be like Gil. She wants to be metrosexual. She wants to be new age. And, <laughs> and she's not reading her people, Stephen. Because no. the whole thing was about... Pandemic, keeping out the Southerners, those smelly, stinky, vermin-ridden Southerners. As you suggested to me off air, yeah. this is her knee-jerk reaction to a few stern words from Freddie Fittler. Freddie Fittler, yeah. Right. He, got, he got the better of her. And she is now punishing her people yeah. by bringing in these Southerners yes. and this unfamiliar, yeah. undesirable, yeah. unneeded product. So on one hand, she's sort of stroking the thighs of Cameron Smith and company, yes. saying, we love you, rugby league. Come to, yeah, come come, to the Sunshine come, Coast. Come to the Sunshine Coast. Create a bubble. Bed yourself down here. Bring make the family. Bubble. Yeah, we love you. And then suddenly she's throwing this red ball in the air like a clown <laughs> at a press conference and going, woohee, woohee. And it doesn't wash, Chris. No, and some of the conditions, Stephen, uh, what will happen is, if you're familiar to a very unfortunate incident back in the late 70s where there was a, a rejection of disco, which is impossible for me to understand. Chris, 1979, it was a, a Midwest state, a radio DJ thought he had a really clever hook to p push the ratings up, and he said, because everybody turned to disco. He said, nah, we're gonna, we invite you down, we're going to have a bonfire, bring your disco records and throw them on, and, and famously, death to disco. That's right. The Comiskey Park, the home of the Chicago yeah. White Sox, so it was the middle of a double header. And, yeah. so you, and so basically, if you brought your disco records, and this is a whole other conversation, how that all went Racist out of control. Overtones. Terrible, yes, absolutely yes. shocking. Yeah. But, of course, that's what the AFL's appropriated. Right. So what they're asking the Queenslanders to do in yeah. order to get a discounted ticket to the... So the tickets are normally $148. No, no, sorry, that's the bargain seats. That, yep. $600. Yeah, they'll be going for anywhere between six dollars or $800 in the, in the expensive seats, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. However, if as a Queenslander you come in either a Maroons jersey or a Titans, Cowboys or Broncos, Broncos jersey... Broncos jersey, yes. And you're prepared to strip that off... What do you get? How, how much will it cost? $0.99 cents for 99 a ticket. $0.99 cents to get in. <laughs> right. You strip off the jersey. Yeah, yeah. Gil McLaughlin collects the jerseys yeah. at the gates. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. This is like Sunny Bill. Lights off. Yes. Right. <laughs> Everyone's waiting. And then a spotlight. Out walks one man, a Versace mask. 
He's got a lighter fluid bottle in his hand. Savile Row suit. Savile Row suit and a lighter on the other side and some pointy, shiny shoes, patent leather. And he's wearing a fascinator. A fascinator! Because he's come from the Cox Plate. Cox Plate, of course. It's Gil McLaughlin and he lights the bonfire of all those rugby league jerseys, death to rugby league. That, Chris, that is entertainment. It's not going to work, Stephen. Now, what did Peter Volante say about this? <laughs> Peter Volante said, The AFL can try and sell meat, but the vegetarians won't eat it. Hang on, I think he's confused there, isn't he? Yeah, it's just the other way around. Rugby league players are the meat eaters. The <laughs> AFL could try and sell vegetarianism, <laughs> yes. but the Queensland meat eaters are rugby league Because rugby league is red meat all the way, Stephen. We know what Queenslanders are exactly. It's alright to be a redneck It's alright to ride around in a dirty old truck Catch a bunch of fish and shoot a bunch of ducks It's alright to be a redneck Chase around the girls on Friday night You wanna make them feel alright it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right to be a redneck. It's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right to be a redneck. Yeah, it's all right, it's all right, it's just right. Key change. Now we believe that Alan Jackson, this man, has been invited to be the key entertainer at the AFL Grand Final at the Gabba. Horse racing. Vegetarianism, AFL, yeah. and country music. It's all right to be a redneck, Chris, in can this I, day and age. Can I give a shout-out, Stephen? <laughs> Go for your life. I was hosted at a lovely dinner last night by Earl and Linda, and yeah. Earl played a bit of President Cup for the Sharkies many years ago. And despite that, he was a lovely man, really enjoyed his company. Why are you telling me this? Well, you know, it's 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 nice to meet people. It's the hands across the water time, isn't it's it? It's nice to meet people from football clubs that you either like or respect, Stephen. Ah. Now, talking about hands across the water with different codes, uh, you may have noticed that there was another grand final this week in another code in Sydney. The voice? The voice. The unmasked. The singer? Singer. No, no, I'm talking about uh, the football, soccer. Oh, right, yeah. Yes, and our great Sydney football club, the Sky Blues. Go you, boys and They blue. won. Now, it was all down to one man, Ryan, R-H- Y-A-N, Ryan Grant. Now, Ryan Grant, to the untrained eye, it says it looks like a poor fit for Sydney Football Club branding. Okay, <laughs> For a club that is the moniker Bling FC. I didn't know that, Chris, did you? Well, no. Gee, well, I suppose they're in the East End. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the poor, They're not the Western, si- the Western Suburbs team. What's that called? Western Sydney? Well, you've got a couple now. You've got Western Sydney. You've got the Western Sydney Wanderers. Wanderers, yes. And there's Western United. Is which, I, which, I, which I think... And I'm just guessing here because yeah. I know nothing about Who sport. Who are they uniting? MacArthur Region, I think, Stephen. Okay. A bit of the catchment area of the West Tigers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But they, 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 they're probably from Melbourne. You yeah. know, I just wouldn't know. Well, you wouldn't know. Who would know? No, no. Anyway, they won again, and now they're the most winningest team. Because you know that's a Melbourne, word, actually. winningest? Mm. Yes. Uh, Bling FC. Grant is anything, but he doesn't wear designer brands. He's no metrosexual. <laughs> so far, he's uh, yeah. at item with you and me. To and from training. Instead, ripped black... Band T-shirts like Akadaka, Def Leppard, beautiful, you know, slash, baggy jeans. Are they coming back? <laughs> Acid wash, you know. Instead, ripped black T-shirt, baggy jeans, a pair of Converse One Stars, and a corduroy cap. Corduroy cap. Okay. His collection of vehicles doesn't include any expensive European cars. Hello, Sunny Bill, and your Bentley. Bentley yeah. Only a 1984 Toyota Corona he uses day to day, and a Volkswagen van for road trips. Doesn't Lovely. even fly Lovely. in his own private jet. <laughs> Whilst the other players spend their match day mornings going to the barber, Ryan cuts his own hair, maintaining a striking blonde mullet. See. 
you can do it your own way, Stephen. You can be yourself and you can strive to be a better person. And it's lovely to hear a feel-good story from soccer. Talking not a feel-good story, Kristen, one that I'm very, very sad, very upset and very, very, very angry at your team. And look, I know that uh, Madge took us to breakfast one morning, but uh, sacking, son, uh, sacking Benji, Marshall, the most beloved football player in the entire world. Seriously. He's only 35. Stephen, what time does this show finish? Yes, I know now. Yeah. <laughs> look, it's very look. Benji, fourteen years with the Tigers, two hundred and fifty-three games. He's wants to play on. I wanted him to play on. You did. We are victim. If if Cameron Smith is the most evil entity in rugby league, yeah. uh, there's no doubt that Ivan Cleary is the most evil man in rugby league. Yes. And we continue to carry the awful legacy he left us with his overloaded salary cap uh, in players that have. Have failed to deliver, and Benji is a victim of circumstance, Stephen. And um, whoever the mole is leaking news, nuking news out of the Tigers' yeah. locker room, that wouldn't be hard. So it's yeah. a demountable. Yeah, I'd say shame on you for not giving us the story. Exactly. But uh, Benji, they've readjusted our final home fixture. Hopefully, to Leichhardt Oval, Stephen, where three thousand people will be allowed to say goodbye due to the coronavirus. Yes, that's a nice touch. It's a sad day, and can I simply hope? a la Gary Jack's ministration that he wants this to happen, can they please be wearing gold jerseys on the day? Because what's happening that the Tigers are not wearing gold at, at Leichhardt, they're wearing black. And Gary Jack is apoplectic about it, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though in the photo today, I, you, know, I, you know why I'm wearing a black jersey? Well, it looks like it's got some gold and white on it as well. Yeah, but it's predominantly black. And you know why? Yeah, why? It's slimming. <laughs> black is slimming. Now, um, I would suggest that uh, PVL could do no wrong if you decide to have an over 35-year-old sprint race at grand final day for the NRL. Master sprint, terrific. Master sprint, so you do get Benji. Be, do they have to be rugby league players? So, so, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, yes, not administrators or fans. Right. No, no. So you get Benji, yeah. the good guy, running against Cameron Smith. Smith. Lucifer himself. Gal. Are the Morris kiddies 35? Yeah, oh, easy. Easy. <laughs> Throw them in as well. Even if they're playing the game, doesn't matter. They've got to run. But you do it still gift Gal. style, right? So yes. it'd be handicapped. Handicapped, yeah. Yeah, handicapped. Yeah, the Morrises would actually be coming from out of the car park, I imagine, with the right, handicap. Right, right, right. Now, uh, did <laughs> we can reveal something here today, Chris. Yes. Uh, there seems to be this battle between Gil McLaughlin and Peter Volandis. Now, he's announced uh, Andrew Abdo as the new CEO like, and, surprise, surprise. Yes, and he says it's going to be the greatest CEO the rugby league's ever had. Has he forgotten what Chairman Smith did for our game, Stephen? Yeah, my point exactly, Chris. Who could forget that time? Um, but can I say to you, Chris, that uh, how rugby league is Abdo? South African. Sure. That shouldn't be held against him. No. No. He arrived here in 2012. I mean, gee whiz, he, he Super League doesn't even know what that is. It's our, it's the modern version of their weird mob, Stephen. Right. Chartered accountant. Yes. Right. Uh, has worked for, is it Delois? Yeah, Deloitte. Deloitte, right. In <laughs> Johannesburg. <laughs> Delois. There's, there's a global brand that hasn't caught on. If you think they're called Deloitte. 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 Uh, in Johannesburg. And guess what? Bermuda. Is that real? Can I, can I, can I guess he was in the tax section of the organisation if he was working in Bermuda? <laughs> Not the Caymans, Chris. Just Bermuda. So. Now, I'd say that's a perfect fit for rugby league. <laughs> it's rugby league writ large in the modern game, but I, I don't know it if he's... Get anyone better. I'm, I'm just wondering, the true test, of course, is the 3 a.m. phone call that's... with... What was that calling? We call them atrocities. They call them... Yeah, so, Nick Weeks, the uh, integrity, the, the chief integrity officer, has been stood down. Yeah. And uh, the NRL describes these matters as integrity issues, but yeah. as Professor Roy Ma, 
Glass has pointed out, we yeah. describe them as atrocities. atrocities yes. <laughs> That's the true test of the accountant. But, but you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They talk about you need football people in rugby league. Yeah. Andrew Abdo, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Yes, we do. We, we can't. We, this is a golden time. And look, uh, we, you know, we've had Todd Greenberg, we've had David Gallup. I don't think we ever really we we welcome him with open arms. David here, Smith, Neil Whitaker. No, we didn't have them on no, here. No. I, I hasten to point and out. Who was and, that and, Queensland? And, 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 and there was the Welsh guy as well. Like, and who was the Queensland ex premier we had on air here? He was the chair. Peter I know Beatty. that. Yeah, yeah. Power brokers, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Grand. Now, what they don't understand, Chris. <laughs> Gold Coast Seagulls, is it? What they don't understand is that. <laughs> Cronulla Hawks or PVL, something. PVL, what you see is a facade. It's all an act. You know that little man, that, that, that one, of the, one of the men that uh, died in Men in Black and they opened up his head and he had a little man with wheels and gears and things running the show? Time prevents us to go into a full breakdown now of Peter Volandi, Stephen, and I think we'll need to do this, but I think we can reveal. Yes. Peter Volandis is a paid actor. Yes. He trained at RADA, Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, in London. <laughs> That's he, right. He favours Lawrence Olivier and the John Gilgood School of uh, Performance. He was recurrently in plays uh, written by Euripides and Socrates. Wow. Uh, Sophocles, I should say. Yes, yes. He, his Oedipus Rex was to die for. Yes. But they needed a man of the people, and they couldn't find one, as evidenced by Andrew Abdo being appointed yeah. to the CEO role. Yeah. So they had to get an actor. No one dresses like that in real life. No, no right? one has sideburns so like that in real life. I love the King's speech yeah. that to get someone to break down it the Gilgood plum accent. took him a year, Chris, yeah. a year in secret hiding training <laughs> to get that voice down. I mean, trying to play a Greek from the gong is not easy. That's right. Not easy. I mean, when you're born in Malara with a plum accent, yeah. I mean, he says rugby league, but to get him to say rugby league yep. was an absolute triumph and continues delivering spades for our game, Stephen. Exactly. Now, listen, to top off this show, we just we must get out of here, Chris. You've taken up too much I'm of my sorry. valuable time here yep. with uh, you know Sydney Emerging Music here at FBI. So, you know, time for you to get out of here. One last thing, though. Yes. Uh, there has been a minor atrocity. Bronson Cherry, <laughs> X-E-R-R-I, has finally been found to have tested positive after another another run through the, uh, the filtering system yeah. for, for steroids. But uh, did you know, um, a la, I think many of these conspiracy theorists and these uh, tin hat... Uh, believers out there that they're all out to get us, Chris. Uh, Dr. Google says that steroids work very well to prevent COVID. So the Anti-Doping Authority, uh, headed up by Ian Callan and QC, Bronson Sherry will uh, go up and go, thank you very much, uh, ladies and gentlemen. for The pandemic. Yes, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for the opportunity to represent myself. I have one simple word for you in my defence, coronavirus. He'll be cleared of all the charges. The COVID, I'm blaming it on that. See you, Chris. Bye-bye, Sid. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!